0: Jesus,
1: Turn this thing around. God turn it around. God turn it around. God turn it around. I'm calling on the name. It changes everything. Yes. God turn it around. God turn it around. God turn it around.
2: time. i of our groaning. that doesn't mean that I don't believe that there's something bigger than me, because I've seen in a hospital, room and the doctor said, sorry, there's nothing more we can do, well, it wasn't through, I've never seen a particle at the end of the rain,
3: bless your faithfulness and may he reward you abundantly and all of you that are watching online we pray God's special touch on your life tonight as well I'm going to make some announcements this Sunday at Children's Church is crazy hair day so if you see some children coming in here looking a little strange And maybe some of the adults that weren't with the children looking a little strange. It's crazy hair day at our children's church. Isn't it wonderful to have an active children's ministry that loves to do wonderful, unique things that get the children all excited? Then the following Sunday is going to be water gun day, so we all might ought to watch out. Also on the 23rd is going, we're going to celebrate Pastor Myers' birthday after church on Sunday night and on the 25th is Ladies United Fellowship and there is a sign-up sheet in the foyer and then the 25th through the 28th our young people are going to go to NAYC In St. Louis and then the weekend they come home brother and sister Jamin and Jerry Jeremy and Jamin Hart are going to be within here here at church ministering Uh, they've been here a number of times before and they're always such a blessing and thank all of you ladies that turned in your mother's memorial offering over the weekend because of some of it coming in online Uh, We are going to have another weekend to Passover. It will be sent in next Monday. Okay, so if you have not got your Mother's Memorial offering in, you may do so. And also, I would like to say thank you to all of you that did support foreign Bible school students. Sister Mary Lou told me that there was about four or five people that supported foreign Bible school students, and that goes in our Mother's Memorial offering, but it is $200 to send a foreign student to Bible school for a year. So thank you so much, all of you that that did that. As well well if you want to stand we're going to try to uh, we're going to get warmed up here tonight worshiping our Lord celebrating his goodness his powerful name let's sing he set me free how many of you have been set free yes thank God we've been set free oh my! On 4th of July weekend, when we were talking about the freedom of our country, after I sat down, I thought, you know what? It would be possible to live in a free country, yet not be free on the inside. So thank God for freedom inward and outward, okay? Praise God. Once like a bird in prison, I dwell no
1: freedom from
3: all these prayers that come through from sister dot on our prayer chain that people have so much confidence in your prayers i mean people that we don't even know show up on that prayer chain so thank god thank god for men and women that know how to touch god for the needs of other people we appreciate your prayers so very 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 much. Tonight we want to continue to remember in prayer little Toby Gonzalez, five-year-old that has cancer and Bonnie Stringer that is still in the hospital. Sister Chris Anders got a good report from her doctor and it looks as if she is going to get much better. We want to play for Chad Udi, the tumor that's on his pancreas and for Mildred Maxwell who has a cancer. Glenn Perry, who a sister God's brother-in-law. He's been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So let's remember him in prayer. Brother Dickie is soon to have a hip replacement. We want to continue to lift him up in prayer. And also, Sister Dickie, let's continue to pray for her. Her knee is better, but she does need a touch of God in her body. Let's please remember my neighbor, Sharon Crawford, that whose son owns Hole in the Wall she has been diagnosed with cancer and sister Singh Hood needs a touch in her body and we want to continue to lift up brother Carnline before God for healing in his body so if you will stand and if any of you need a special touch tonight from God he is here God is here and he is able to meet every need whether it's healing salvation, if it's emotional, physical, financial, God knows all about it. And He's able to meet any, any, any need. Nothing is impossible for our God. Nothing is impossible. So if you need a special touch tonight, or if you want to stand in for someone else that needs a special touch, you're welcome to come forward as we take all of these requests before the throne. God, tonight you have heard every name that has been called. Not only have you heard every name, but you are able to meet every need, every need, whether it's physical, emotional, financial. You know, God, you are able. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you are everything you have been and all that we know that you are going to be you are the mighty God
0: some may wonder where the beauty lies in the name I hold so dear well it's not just The way it sounds when it falls upon my ear.
3: It's not just in the way it looks when it's written beautifully.
0: we I shall proclaim
1: It's so Beautiful The name of Jesus It's so
4: Jesus is going to do for you next. One of the things He's going to do is call on you tomorrow. He's going to be with you all night long, but He's going to call on you tomorrow to be a light to those who sit in darkness. It is one of the greatest privileges in the world to have a church surface where the body of Christ, the redeemed of the lamb and the lion, gather their forces, their heart, their hunger, their ambition, their vision before the throne of God. And so it's wonderful to be able to give offerings, our tithing, to the future to which God is rapidly leading us. So the ushers are racing to the front, sort of racing. And thank you for all that you do. I I pass by here sometimes several times in the day, and I wonder how many people do the same and wonder what's really going on. And then when they see you, they know what's happening. Father, thank you that you are the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the lamb slain, and we gladly give to bless the cause that is above everything in this earth, the church triumphant. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh,
1: the name of the Lord is... A strong tower, and the righteous run into it, and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, righteous run into it, and they are. be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Most
0: high. The name of the Lord is
1: a strong tower.
0: The righteous running
4: I cannot honor you any better than to try to preach and teach Jesus Christ into the corridors of your mind, your heart, your actions in this city. So as you're seated tonight, I praise his name. I have mentioned it several times and And I'm mentioning it purposefully again tonight because uh, I was looking again today and thinking how that the passion, the burden to help our entire city via you. You are a tremendous help to the ministry of the pulpit and of many others. what I mentioned to you is that I have had over 2,000 preachers preach and teach into my life. I'm going tomorrow and Friday to get some more preachers to preach to me at Camp Meeting in Arkansas. And I plan to see my grandkids over there too. And I'm going to buy them a hamburger if they'll let me on your money. Thank you for helping me raise two wonderful daughters. And they got some real good grandkid, kids that have turned into be grandkids. And now my wife has a few great grandkids. How many great grandkids do you have? Five. Do you realize if we live 15 more years, how many we more have, may have? Uh, if you would, pass out those uh, sheets. That, have you already got them? Uh, maybe a couple of those men or so could help you. I, I know through the years that it has helped me uh, on overheads to, to get a lot of things that I might not have gotten otherwise. They say that you remember 60% of what you hear i mean 40 percent of what you hear and 60 percent of what you see and then whatever you activate in your life you begin to really remember that to different levels above that so i uh i had tried to uh, decide to do the overhead or just print it so you could make notes and uh And so I decided to print it for tonight. I'd like us to turn to Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And uh, I want us to start there. One of the greatest books in the Bible, particularly in the New Testament, is the book of Hebrews. And then we'll back up and catch some of this other. And hopefully, I will create questions. In your mind, that your prayer life will interrogate the Word of God and the Spirit of Truth, because it's so critical. But if you will, uh, let's focus our attention for a minute. Paul's writing in uh, this book of Hebrews. Let us verse four. I mean, chapter four, verse one. Let us therefore. Fear. Now, you have to understand that fear has its equations. Perfect love casteth out fear. So, that is a fear that I cannot make it or a faithless moment in our life. That's when fear takes over. But let us therefore fear, is what Paul's saying. A promise being left of us of entering into His rest, His heaven, His forever world. Any of lest any of us should seem to come short. And I I, I cannot imagine preachers not studying because they are accountable and the pain of not sharing total truth with people, will be active just as you lament, man, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I take advantage of that? How many times have we missed something that was so important and then we just chided ourselves? Why did I let that moment get by? Why did I say that? Why did I not? And I can't tell you how many children are suffering because of somebody that was a vagrant. I can't tell you how many people I have pastored and tried to help get them out of a deep, dire situation. Brother Meyer, I should have known better. I don't know why I did that. Well, you'd have to be in that office to hear all of that to understand why I preach so hard. I'm not willing with God that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, he said. And he gave his life. And my prayer, and I know my hair don't look like I washed it today, but it's it's really good shape for the shape it's in. But, (laughs) excuse me, I just had a humor moment. I can't tell you how many times that I I decided some time ago that every time I washed my hair, I would say a prayer. And I I pray that same prayer. Every day I wash my head. And I ask God, wash my heart cleanse me I'm not willing to go through some routine to placate the flesh so today I uh, I come to you with a heartbeat because I know you would not be here if you didn't have a astounding hunger to please the one who gives you breath every day you live who gives you the keenest level of opportunity to study him through the word and to share him with his heart or his spirit. So when Paul writes this, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. That is amazing. I don't care how many people tell lies. I'm going to try to preach the truth to myself, to our family, to our church family. You afford me a nice home. I looked at it again today and I thought, what a great people. And what a great God. I I still cannot believe God was able to give our church that four and a half acres over there for the price that we got it for, even though it was some years ago. But I I look in amazement. And how many of you saw the gray busts back home? Brother Ronnie, thank you for that dilatory pressing the issue. He was just like a tiger. He wouldn't give up till blood showed up. And, uh, and, man, that thing run good. You know, I, I cranked it up, moved it over there just so I could feel like a driver again. And it got cool actually moving over there. So thank you for all the work, the wheels, the, the beautiful things, and all of this church for the finances to help so much of the process. So let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any one would seem to come short. For unto us was this gospel preached. As well as unto them. But watch this now. He just twists a little bit right here. But lest any of us seem to come short of it that's why I tell people don't count it done till you finish the race for unto us was the gospel preached it didn't profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it verse 3 for we which have believed do enter into the rest as he said as I have sworn in my wrath If they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. And God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place, and somebody say again, If they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, And harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. And of course, we know what the scripture said. Therefore, that we, I like what Brother Therese used to say. When you read the word therefore, you think what it's there for and uh, so many other things but the Bible said this is the rest wherein you shall cause the weary to rest this is the refreshing with a stammering lip and another tongue will I speak unto this my people that's why you hear the writer say you are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost because weariness fatigue fear lamentations All of the atrocities that go along with life can cause your faith to waver. And the Bible makes it very clear about that wavering faith. So he does truly tell us we are saved by faith. And so what you have is different religious systems through the years have captivated a verse or two or three or four, and tried to make that the whole show. I am watching way too many people that are not involved on a regular, faithful basis in our community, and I see a lot of nice people that go to varied assemblies across this city. They are honest. I told you about the man that lived across the street. He, bl- he kept saying that he was an atheist, an infidel. He bragged about it. And yet he was one of the most trustworthy men that I know of outside the church that I pastor. So it's it's amazing when you see people of that level of integrity and they are an infidel or atheist concerning The one who gives them every breath they breathe. That's amazing to me. And so uh, in this little paper that I give you, uh, I want to read it. I wrote it because I am uh, conscious and I want you to be aware that I'm conscious. As a pastor or preacher, I live each day with the realization that I have accepted the responsibility of making sure you are educated and empowered the reason he said my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge he said they are gone into captivity for a lack of knowledge so it is a very stringent Routine that i go through when i tell him i want you to guide my heart my head my hands and so i can furnish these people what you promise them that's a big promise and for me to step in as an interlude that is a huge responsibility I know that my work is invisible, as far as the sweat and etc. And so it's pretty easy for people to think, well, uh, bless his little heart, he don't have to work anywhere except his brain and his heart. And I don't mind. I actually enjoy going to the throne, you people, and others that are not able to be here tonight make my life worth living. And for sure that little bride of mine over there and her little youngest daughter and all those grandkids and now a bunch of great-grandkids, y'all keep feeding us. There's no telling what kind of population. So I want you to know That Jesus really is coming back. Just as sure as he's here today. He's coming back some tomorrow. I don't want us to be asleep. I want every sensitivity of our faith alive. To every bit of the truths. That he is furnishing for our future. Don't forget it truth is the path the holy ghost is the power to walk the path there's a lot of people that don't even know that little dab of truth they think because they got the holy ghost they talk in tongues they're gonna fly out of here if you're not walking with the messiah don't count on that other part if you don't walk into death in the faith that was once delivered to the saints don't count on seeing heaven. I'm preaching and teaching as deep as I can because your future is my responsibility. So, our commitment is recorded as a sellout to the life and glory of Jesus Christ. It's not wrong to commit your life to God. That is a desperate need. When I hear people stop at that place, it is sad beyond words. All you have to do is this. All you have to do is that. Almost every religious system offers people, this is what you got to do to go to heaven. When the Bible says it eight times, In the book of Revelation. To him that overcometh. Will I give to sit with me in my father's throne. To him that overcometh will I give a new name. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life forever. Don't forget that stuff. Eight times. That's critical. To every day spiritually praying. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread, so that I do not trespass against you or my future. I don't want a detour. I don't want you having a detour. There's no need to have a detour. Straight is the way, narrow is the gate that leads to life everlasting. I am here to teach and preach that he is the only wise God. There's none like him. There's none beside him. And when we get to heaven, if we do, I'm here to tell you, you're going to be glad for every prayer meeting. You're going to be glad for every dietary message. You're going to be thrilled for every discipline you imposed on your life. I'm not doing that, and I'm not doing that, and I'm walking straight ahead, and I'm headed up. I wish we'd praise him for the opportunity. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Every scripture in that Bible points to salvation or to Jesus. The Bible says it clear. Jesus is our salvation. I'm not going to get him one time and then count on my history to take me through. I want him every day. Lead me and I will follow. Talk to me and I will hear thee. Guide me and I will move my life over there. That's what I want to do in my life. I haven't done it every day to the best, but I'm preaching to you and telling you that's what my desire is for all of us. Uh, Straight is the way. Narrow is the gate. There's not a lot of opportunity for the world to get in when narrow gates are most appropriate for the believer. So the second little page that you have, uh, I sort of finished that run with the race, but uh, the Bible says it, and I just put a few of them in here because I want you to have this paper to study. The Bible said we are saved from our past. The Bible says we are saved into Christ. The Bible says we are saved from wrath. The Bible says we are saved by the renewing. I'm sorry about that G gotten in there. I don't know what that little guy got in the middle of that part. But I guess I was hurrying. We are saved by the renewing. And that J, I don't I don't know. That devil must have gotten my office or my computer. But we are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost, the Bible said. We are saved by so many things that I chose not to write them down I'm going to let you use the word and save or saved and find out all the varied settings which one works or will work somebody say all every one of them are important if the doctor gives you a prescription and you only take a part of it you don't expect to get better And when God gives us a prescription, why would we try to satisfy our whole future based on one element? We can satisfy our conscience by repentance, we can satisfy the need of power by receiving the Holy Ghost, we can satisfy the level of authority. In our life by recognizing neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That must be there is when I come in the name of Jesus all power in heaven and earth is released to the name of Jesus. And that's why you see him walking among sinners because he was complete Our God was complete in him. It is noticeably notable that people want to divide the word of God. The Bible does use the term rightly dividing the word of God. That means the timing of it. That means the grouping of it. Rightly dividing the word of God and so it is enormous so we are saved and knowledge is critical at this time of prophetic events i've tried to share with you and try to help you understand i will never forget uh, we were just talking about it recently and i may have already talked about it here because i've talked about it to several times several people But back years ago, uh, I can tell you, we had everything, and his brother and sister prayed back through when they were getting ready to cut that wire over in Jerusalem. You remember that, brother? You remember that? That was really wild. But I'm telling you, that Holy Ghost experience didn't last the night through with one of my friends because it was just a fear. It never was a faith. Now, in short time after that, he got a faith that he didn't have to be worried about them cutting the barbed wire. He was just, I'm yours, Jesus. And I'll go where you want me to go. I'll be what you want me to be. I'll do what you want me to do. And was one of the greatest leaders in the United Pentecostal Church for years so I want to tell you that we are saved by many things and we are condemned that's not in your paper but we are condemned by such trivial things and that's why we do not want to let the works of the flesh dominate our bodies and our hearts In our mind. The pride of life. The lust of the eye. And the lust of the flesh. I can tell you that they're racing. Your desire. For Jesus. Our world. The Bible said they are. Wiser in their generation. Than the children. Of God. Well don't let that. Be some weird little thought. Just because we talked in tongues, got baptized in Jesus' name and quit dressing ungodly doesn't mean that we're walking uprightly. There are people out in the eastern part of our state that dresses and goes door to door, week to week, and doesn't even get paid for most of it. I can't tell you how many Pentecostals have left because of that commitment that those people are making. Ladies and gentlemen, when Paul wrote, it's high time for us to awaken to our potential. That's to every generation. You say, Pastor, I'll, I need somebody to jack me up. That's exactly what I'm doing. I started way before the sun come up this morning. I started before I went to bed last night. I don't wait till Wednesday to decide, God, I need a little word from heaven for these wonderful people. If I'm going to be responsible, I am going to dig through that book and dig through the days and dig through the problems of hell that's loosing itself on you and your children. I'm not willing that any should perish. That scripture haunts me every day I live. Uh, He said, I'm not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Repentance is change. Change directions if you have to. Change your prayer life if you have to. Change your commitment over and add to your faith. The Bible uses the term, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. And so what happens is uh, we add to by faith. We accommodate more truths and thus we become more vibrant and excited because we know in whom we have believed and we are persuaded that he is able, working in my muscles, working in my head, working in my hands to love somebody and to train somebody that looks at me and says, oh my goodness, you just look so weird and so different, but you always seem so happy. Well, guess what? Happy are these thy people. Happy are these thy people. Glory is in their mind. Glory is in their hand. Glory is in their home. Glory is in their car. Victory is what glory is. Victory is always there. I'm telling you, you don't have to substitute anything when you got the victory of the Lord that standeth sure. It is us that we, uh, hallelujah, this flesh wants to cave us in. I'm not willing for that to happen on my shift. I'm going to preach hard. I'm going to preach deep. I'm going to preach wide. I'm going to preach love. I'm going to preach forgiveness. I'm going to preach mercy. I'm going to preach godliness. I'm going to preach holiness. I'm going to preach righteousness, but I'm not going to tell somebody they're saved because of the way they dress. That doesn't mean you're holy. You get dressed holy because you have a holy spirit and you have a mind that's pure and you don't want anybody mistaking you for some weirdo out yonder that dresses the same. When they say, why do you dress? Oh, well, that's Pentecostal. No, 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 that's not Pentecostal. When you dress godly or holy, it's because you've made a decision. I want to declare my God. I want to declare my sex. I want to declare who I am, what I am, and where I'm headed. That's what's going to get us there. I'm going to tell you it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that the world is moving real quickly towards same sex, and the church is moving real quickly towards separation. I'm talking about the real church. I'm not talking about people that go to a house and call it the church. We are the church. I've been trying to get that through to us for the last three years. We are the church. This is the building where the church assimilates. This is the the building where the church comes together. And here's from the commanding chief officer, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the word complete in him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's high time for high praise it's high time for glorious rapid praise you don't all have to think about it he's God he's saving you he's reaching for you he's wanting more for you oh somebody ought to stand and praise his name we do better than that for the ball teams we get more excited about ball players and too much of the time when we don't get excited about preaching the preaching of the word makes us clean free beautiful oh let's praise him with a joyful noise hallelujah hallelujah that's it the angels are watching the angels are listening the glory cloud is getting ready hallelujah hallelujah Uh, I'm willing to stop right here for a minute if somebody has got a question and and if I have an answer for it, I'll give it to you. If I don't, I'll bring, it up. I'll bring you an answer later. But I know the generic term saved, and I, uh, I actually wrote a bunch of stuff about it because I, I just, uh, I have, have, my heart's been broken so many times when I see people that can't even get along with a good brother or sister in the house of God. They have ought against them. And the Bible plainly says, if you have ought against your brother, go to him in the spirit of meekness and fear. But that's not practiced in a Pentecostal church a lot. Think of the times anybody's been to you or you have been to them. That's what he says. It's a whole lot easier to talk to somebody else about somebody that's pitiful. I'm not willing for us to go just to, well... Uh, You know how it is, Pastor. That's just the way it's been working. No. That's why he came. That's why he sent preachers. And many preachers are not doing their job. And I have failed too many times. The book says, if you have ought against somebody, go to them. After you have prayed, go to them. But it's a whole lot easier to get with some friend and get your You know, get you a few people so you feel stronger about being resentful to them. Yeah. It's a whole lot easier than going to the pastor, just talk to some other people about uh, what he's not doing and what he should be doing. Just a whole lot easier to follow flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, the book said it's high time for us to awaken. Awaken to what? Our opportunity. To obey the word, our opportunity to have power and glory and victory every day, and to have the fruit of the spirit on our table when we wake up in the morning—righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost every day, not every now and then, not wait till everybody runs the aisles, not wait till the songs get like what I want to hear. No, 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 no. I'm here to tell you, it's high time for us to get out of our any any kind of lethargic zone that we're in and say look who then can be saved he that hath a pure uh, clean heart and pure hands that's the guy that's going to be saved you don't want the blood of a neighbor on your hands when that rapture bell sounds I don't care how many times you've talked in tongues and I don't care how you've dressed if your heart is not clean I'm here to tell you that's not going to happen I am going to preach hard and I'm going to preach long and I'm going to teach deep because who then can be saved he that hath clean hands and a pure heart that's who can be saved I'm not willing to just talk in tongues I'm not willing just to dress and I'm glad to dress like a man and I don't have to feel like I got a dress in a partial uh, robe to go skiing I've always water skied in long pants and a shirt I'm here to tell you unless there's nobody on the lake and every now and then I did take off my t-shirt but boy that wasn't much to see I promise We ought to be dressing right. We ought to be looking right. But we ought not to have to teach it harshly. I'm preaching hard tonight because he may come before morning. I don't think he will because I thought he would come yesterday. When I hear about all the atrocities, when I... I don't know how he handles... Some of these six- and eight-year-old kids having to live with perverted leaders. That's why in the book of Romans, Paul's writing He says, it's high time to awaken. When, he's not talking about that group. He's talking about when you see the things going on at, in Rome. And when you saw the things uh, happening in that Roman uh, situation or the church at Rome... He was saying it's high time then to awaken. And so he would be saying the same thing to right now to UPC people and other people because he's saying it's high time because you've been around long enough. You ought not have to be able to have to hear it. Love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's not an option for the people that are redeemed. That is a partial part of the plan. That's a hallelujah, Lord, if that makes you happy. First thing I do when I get in my car, thank you for my car. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for the opportunity to raise kids in the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the opportunity to live godly and holy and righteous. Thank God for that opportunity. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. There ought to be everybody shouting in your soul tonight, I am redeemed. I am on my way to heaven. God is my Savior and though there's darkness all around me I am his light in a dark world so why did the religious people crucify Christ it's on your sheet what is the answer Bible teaches us that to disobey him in any form is to crucify him afresh it's not about not doing what the local church group has to say it's about denying him a voice in your life my sheep listen to it my sheep hear my voice know my voice and a strange voice they won't follow that's my sheep he said so when people follow weird thoughts statements that violate righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost what voice are they listening to my sheep hear my voice they don't gossip because I resent that. And so they come into my green pastures where their soul is restored instead of their joy destroyed. I say, Pastor, that is so rigid. Rigid? Do you have any idea how great heaven's gonna be? You're leaving all of this stuff back here. You're not going to carry a car, not going to carry a gun, not going to carry a lodge, not going to carry anything out of this world. It's already prepared for them that love him. It's already ready. Always everything is right now ready. All he's got to do is... And the echo. Two in the bed, one taken, one left. He woke me up the other night and said, did you hear that? Two in the field, one taken and one left. He said, did you hear me? And I said, I think I did. He said, that's how close it's going to be for people that try to act as if they're living it. And they're so close. They do this and that alike. But one is taken and the other is left. You want to know why Paul said make your calling election sure. Don't wait for your neighbor, your wife, your husband looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Quit waiting on somebody to placate your mind about what you want to hear preached and what you don't want to hear preached. Looking unto the word of God, the light of the world. Looking unto Jesus, the bloodline that's going to get us there. The blood of Jesus and the power of his walk. 33 and a half years. Do you realize that he only did a few miracles but he was walking with sinners every day? He was with the sinners and that's why the Jews hated him and do you understand why have they crucified Jesus because he made their religious system look pitiful and I don't want to get him feeling like we're trying to get him out of this building or out of my heart I want him in the middle of my life I want him in the middle of this pulpit I want him in the middle of every song I want him in the middle of every dance I want him in the middle of our worship I want him in the middle of our day I'm here to tell you he's coming back again but in the meantime he said I'm going to be there I'm going to be with you I will be in you and I will give you power and you won't have to worry and fret and fear and you won't have to get jealous and envious and strife you won't have to have the perfect setting you've got a perfect God you get your vision on the master of life and I can tell you there will still be joy unspeakable and full of glory and nobody will have to pump you up to come to the house of god and nobody will have to pump you up to plead the blood in the prayer room and nobody will have to pump you up to shout and dance because looking unto him senses he will respond i wish somebody'd stand up and give him the kind of praise he deserves God, you deserve my best. I'm not going through some routine. I'm not into some catechism. I am in your house because I claim that this is the house of God. Ahalabahandah. if you can pray in the Holy Ghost, now would be a good time. There is a move of the angels in this house right now. They are bringing to us the wisdom of heaven right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Whoo. The Bible says, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. That's a purposeful definitive. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. They don't even have to. They get a few cheerleaders out there. Or if a guy hits a home run, or if a preacher preaches the truth, that's a good time to shout, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Praise the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord is sharper than any two-edged sword, even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. I want to hear the word. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The musicians are coming. Second Peter 3 and 1, the second epistle. Beloved. I now write unto you in both, which I somebody say stir up. That's what preaching's about. Stir up your pure minds. He didn't call them vagrants. He didn't call them something bad. He just said, I came to stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance. I am here today to help each one of us to arrive at the next dimension of our personal relationship with God. I'm pretty sure that most everybody here tonight Already has somebody you're working on. But don't forget you're a living letter. Known and read of all men. That's why we dress the way we do. I hear people say that that's holy. Holy is when you speak, they hear him. Holy is when you act, they see the fruit of his spirit. Don't get holiness and godliness mixed up. Godliness is a spiritual mindset that governs the body to dress sexually according to who they are. What happened years ago, men tried to force that issue and tell people they were holy if they did that. That is a discipline we impose on our flesh. When that book says crucify the flesh and the lust thereof, he wasn't playing a game with it. No, no, no. When people have a desire to fit into the world, that don't come from the way you dress, that comes from your heart. When people have a desire to be a living letter, that's when they dress according to their sex and do it modestly and do it righteously. Those are critical things. But that, that can't come from God trying to force you to do it. I've seen people that dressed right and they were homosexuals. I've seen them that preach the Word of God and they were sodomites. So don't think just because somebody preaches, a truth or a righteous path that they themselves are godly, are holy. Ladies and gentlemen, that Old Testament says it all. Through desire, a person separates themselves. I don't want anybody having to mistake me for a man. I want them to know, brother, I'm a man. You women have the most beautiful opportunity to be a living epistle. It is one of the most beautiful opportunities to be glad who you were and are. And men, it ought to be a great opportunity to display. So as we stand and the musicians sing, I hope you will take your little paper. Pray over it. Pray over your life. How, God, can I please you more? And how can I do more to make this world aware? I'm not part of that system. This kingdom over here has got my heart. Don't think I'm not aware that there's people that just get aggravated at me because I don't try to make everybody do the right, the thing that's best. I'm very aware of that. But if God is as patient as He's been for most of us, I got a lot of patience because that's one of the greatest virtues He ever had. He actually said that I have allowed time to be so patient for some of us that got so off track and we ought to be shouting every day because I got off track we ought to be (laughs) it ought not to be anything hallelujah thank you our church services ought to be full and our kids ought to hear it from adults not so much running the aisles, that's great. But worship. Praise the Lord with a loud voice. Clap your hands, all ye people. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Halabahanda. There's a glory cloud hanging over this place right now. As the singers sing, if you want to slip down to the front and just offer some special praise. This would be a great time to let him know. I don't have to be told this or that. It's a joy
1: to to praise your name.
4: we see the angels gathering for like our a tomorrow river of joy flow through
1: us and like a hot burning fire.
4: I'm close to your wife or husband join them and pray for a minute if you've got a sister or a brother close to you pray one for another but find somebody where two or three agree
3: as to touching any
4: one thing in my name with faith believe it it shall be done of them oh what a God oh
1: yes Lord